orgasmic enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Roe versus Wade, do I give a shit? Whenever I see women begging for the right to use and govern their own bodies, especially those who identify as feminists, I have to refrain from rolling my eyes. If you really think the big power move that restores sovereignty to women is getting on your knees and asking for permission to use your own body, you have fallen for this psyop. And yes, I see this as a psyop, one that women fall for again and again. The truth is women do not need permission and they do not need anyone to act as some kind of gateway between them and their reproductive organs. Whether we are speaking of conception, contraception, pregnancy, birth, and beyond, women always have and will always retain this power so long as they know they have it. However, most appear not to know that. For any woman who knows her own body and how it works, the whims of a bunch of Sith lords in cult Halloween costumes is irrelevant to her. Who is in control of you and your fertility? If the answer is anyone other than you, then let me school you. I did an Instagram live yesterday to explain why I truly don't give a flying fuck about what may or may not happen with Roe versus Wade and why you don't need to either. I've uploaded the audio as a podcast, as many of you were asking about it and you are not on Instagram. You can hear my no-holds-barred views on this and what to do instead is to take all of your reproductive power back and place it squarely where it belongs and from whence it came, your vagina. So in this live, I cover natural birth control, the ludicrousness of having a 95 to 97.5% elective abortion rate, which tells us that most women have no idea how their reproductive systems work, what I really think about virtue signalers and people telling me about my privilege who spend all their time whining on the internet instead of taking action to deal with issues in a real way, the dark history of OBGYNs and why I would never send any woman to one, plus what I suggest as alternative care, the power of self-responsibility and self-governance in all things, especially especially your vagina, some great crowdsourced questions about healing reproductive ailments such as fibroids, cysts, and my take on STDs. You'll find that there's a few more pauses than usual in this recording because I'm reading through people's comments and questions. All right, welcome everyone to this very controversial but oh so important live on Roe versus Wade. Do I even give a shit? And the truth is, I don't. I don't give a flying fuck, and neither should you. <laughs> and 
<laughs> this is why. So first of all, this PSYOP gets trotted out every few years. There's some new development in someone's passed a law or didn't pass a law or they're about to overturn a law. And it comes up all the time. And for decades, I've had the same response to people is why do you give a fuck? And why do you give all of your reproductive power away? Why do you think that a bunch of, as I say, Sith Lords in some crazy cult robes, Halloween costumes have some kind of power over your reproductive system? They don't unless you give it to them. And that is really the issue, is that most people have given away this power and they've been trained to give away this power. And my assertion is that you do not <laughs> need to give away this power and you have the power within you, you always have, in terms of your conception, contraception, fertility, your all of your reproductive health, pregnancy, birth, all of my work is about the reclamation of this power that we already have within us. I'm just going to shut a window here because it's a bit noisy. Got like cyclonic winds coming through. All right. So as I put this out there, what I really wanted to discuss is the concept of why are so many people getting pregnant, having pregnancies they don't want? Why do so many people apparently know nothing about their reproductive systems. And then a bunch of people were coming at me to talk to me about like, oh, Kim, you know, what about these incidents? Like, what about if somebody's been raped and they need an abortion and all of that kind of stuff? So um, I thought I'd spend a very brief moment on this because this is not meant to be about should you, shouldn't you, what are the reasons for getting it? It's like, why the fuck are we even in this position to begin with is the main point. So... Here are some statistics for you that I pulled that they vary a little bit throughout the internet, but this seems to be generally about accurate. Um, pregnancies that resulted from an incestuous relationship, 0.01%. 0.15% a woman was raped. 0.2% the woman's life was endangered by the pregnancy. 0.98% there was a serious fetal abnormality. 1.48%, the woman's physical health was threatened by the pregnancy. Okay, so those are in the category of I would consider fairly non-negotiable. If something is done to a woman or she's in some kind of grave danger, I absolutely advocate for that person to have the right to do whatever they want to do with their own body, thousand percent. However, <laughs> I would still not send them to an OBGYN to get these things done. So we'll get more into that in a moment, but I just wanted to throw that out there. So 1.88%, the woman's psychological health was threatened by the pregnancy. So that's a bit of a gray area, like what does that exactly mean? 20.4%, the woman aborted for social or economic reasons, and then 75% elective. Okay, so we're basically in a category of around 95, even 97.5% of women getting pregnant because they didn't know how to not get pregnant, they accidentally got pregnant, you know, whatever, whatever reason, they simply did not have the wherewithal to understand, like, did, did a stork come along and bring them a baby? Like, why in the fuck are we in these dire straits of complete ignorance about our own bodies? Well, I will tell you why. Because the OBGYN profession, which I would consider to have done the most violence to women in the history of humankind, um, is exclusively responsible for this. For 
totally keeping women in the dark about their own bodies, leaving women to think that they have no ability to control their fertility, they have no awareness, they're their little girl, you can't do that, let us take that over for you. And they apply that in conception, birth control, in birth, in pregnancy, oh, they're their little girl, we'll cut your baby out of you, you couldn't possibly know how to birth a baby, but we do, right? And so that that whole thing permeates our culture to such a degree that women have this total ignorance about how they even get fucking pregnant. Like seriously, some women seem to think a stork comes along. They can get pregnant any time of the month. It's totally random. There's no, you know, wherewithal with the human body. It's so dangerous and so mysterious that little girl, there, 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 you must keep away from your own body and we will give you these pills. We will give you this surgery. We'll harvest a few organs while we're at it so inconvenient for you to have them so we'll take them away and sell them for a profit and a commission but they don't tell you that on your waiver um and you know we'll just take care of you and that is the root of this entire problem right and so like this is something that i like to a quote around the history of the OBGYN profession. So this profession was, its sort of origins are very, very dark. This, is it James Marion Sims? I pulled this out because I wanted to get it right. Right, the man who is known as the father of modern day obstetrics, James Marion Sims, used to perform experiments, including C-sections, on black women who were enslaved to him, doing these procedures without anesthetic. So that is the history, and I, honest to fucking God, I don't think it's changed very much. The gruesome, sadistic procedures that have come to be normalized in the OBGYN profession are disgusting, and I would never, ever fucking entrust my body to that, to that system. I would rather... There are many ways to do it, all right? So historically, women have been taking care of themselves and their bodies within collectives, within their own communities, for millennia, historically, that's always the way it's been. This intervention on behalf of these fucked up, sadistic OBGYNs is recent, right? So this is a quote from an American Dr. Hodge from 1938. <laughs> he says, and I quote, if these facts can be substantiated, if this information can be promulgated, if females can be induced to believe that their sufferings will be diminished or shortened and that their lives and those of their offspring be safer in the hands of the profession, there will be no further difficulty in establishing the universal practice of obstetrics. All the prejudices of the most ignorant and nervous female, all the innate and acquired feelings of delicacy so characteristic of the sex will afford no obstacle to the employment of male practitioners. So this whole idea that these people, these, you know, these, like Sith Lords have your reproductive organs in their hands and in their power is itself the PSYOP. That is the lie you do. So I have been teaching women about natural birth control, natural contraception for decades. I have been using it for three decades. It's easy. It is the most effective method of birth control on the fucking planet, bitches. And there's no re and it's fucking free. Why do you think they don't want you to know? Why do you think that when you go to a doctor, they're like, oh, that doesn't really work. It's because they don't get a commission off of it and they don't get to put you into their care, <laughs> care, into their slavery or into their experimentation or their, you know, puppy mill. So 
You know, <laughs> that is the truth that I try to impart to everyone, and I teach it in all of my salons. All of my salons, I include information about birth control and in my re and vaginal kung fu and how to be a well fucked woman. We talk all about the cycles, your menstrual cycles, getting to know your own body, and listening to your own body, right? Listening to the oracle of your own body. Women are the portals, we are the gateways between life and death, right? We have this ability. Yes, free birth control by observing the signs in your own body. No one needs to be able to charge you for something that you can do yourself. It's like charging someone to spoon feed you food, like telling you that, hey, you don't know how to eat, okay? You don't know how to feed yourself. I'm gonna, you're gonna have to hire someone to spoon food into your mouth and somehow you end up believing it. Everyone around you is doing it. You see like all these fancy spoons that you can buy that are now status symbols, right? Somebody feeds you and you're like, wait a fucking second, I can actually feed myself, right? Yes, you can. And so can you learn to observe the signs in your own body and practice natural birth control, which also does not subject you to the myriad of high toxic carcinogenic chemicals that they pass off as birth control. You know, like the birth control pill is touted as this great liberating tool for women. It's actually a group one carcinogen. Carcinogen, according to the WHO, RE, they used to be an actual health organization, now they're just the WHORE. Um, same category as asbestos and radio, right? So that's what they're telling you to put into your body. No wonder so many women have fertility issues. No wonder so many women have all of these health problems after being and on the pill, right? And so I went briefly on hormonal birth control in my teens, was on it for two years, and then went off of it, and I've never been on it ever since. And I've learned how to read my own body's messages of when we're fertile. Think of any animal in the animal kingdom. Is the female, when she's in estrus, is it hard to notice? Do you, do you see that fucking red ass right in your face, humping all over the place? It's obvious. Maybe women aren't quite so obvious about, you know, what exactly their their signs are when they're ovulating, but it's pretty close. And once you get to read them and read your own body, and the big the big hurdle to even that step is realizing that you can't, right? You don't need somebody else to intervene for you. And that is why I think this is so utterly fucking pathetic. When I watch all of these people fighting for the right to use their own bodies, literally on their knees, screaming and begging and pleading. Oh, please, please, Mr. Sith Lord, please let me use my own body. I'm a really empowered woman and a really empowered feminist, but could you please, please give me permission? I'm begging you to use my own body. Are you fucking kidding me? It's all, you know, I can't even fathom the level of fucking stupidity and ignorance that that is, right? These people screaming at the top of their lungs to be having the right to use their own body who've completely missed the fucking point, right? You already have it, bitch. Step up, step the fuck up, educate yourself and learn to use it. It's so, it's so messed up, you know? And then some of these people, so a couple of people came onto my page and they were like, oh, Kim, you're speaking about your, um, you're speaking from your privilege. You know what? 
use your whining privilege instead of running around people's Instagram account and telling them about their privilege. Why don't you go and educate your own fucking community about how to take care of themselves and how to use natural birth control, how to look after their own bodies instead of running around the internet whining at people. Get the fuck off of my page. I don't want any fucking whiners. You need to get fucked. Seriously need to get fucked and stop wasting my fucking time. Well, you don't because I don't really pay any attention to you apart from just deleting and fucking blocking you dumbasses. So, you know, this fucking circle jerk of virtue signaling, oh, we need to protect these people. Oh, we need to protect them. Yeah, why don't you fucking do that and go and educate them yourselves? Why don't you take your fucking time and go and step into these places and teach these people how they can look after their own bodies and selves? Because instead of running around whining on the internet like a fucking victim. Seriously, it's so, so fucking over it. This movement of the circle jerks of virtue signaling, right? Like, oh, I'm just going to bust another one out to how much fucking virtue signaling I can do today. Oh my God, get the fuck out of here, man. Seriously. So, um, you know, in terms of what I was saying earlier, let's say we're in this category of women who not of their own choice became pregnant, right? And so then what are they going to do? So we have had over millennia, <laughs> how do I really feel? True enough. Um, women have used plant allies to look after themselves, to heal, to harmonize themselves, and to do whatever they might choose to do with whatever's happening within their bodies. And I don't want to say too much about that because the information is out there and you can find it. But what uh, I still would not serve up, especially someone who's been the victim of some kind of violence, I would never send them to an OBGYN to get further abused and disrespected and raped by those people. No fucking way. If anything, I would want to create some kind of healing circle and surroundings and community that made that a ritual, like whatever choice that person decided to make, that they would be able to do it naturally with, let's say, plant allies. So if that was their choice and complete that process, but within the supportive system of the collective, rather than sending them off into this, the butcher's table, basically, is what it is. So I, I personally see no need for these people. I think they, they are one of the most disgusting classes of individual entities, and by entities, let's call them dark entities on the planet. Um, and I would never send somebody there. I would simply want to um, empower them and support them on their journey in every way possible. So, you know, that's the thing. OBGYNs and the medical system is at every turn trying to wrest this power away from you rather than restore it to you. And so this is where we need to ask these honest questions and be disseminating this information. Someone just said we need to teach our girls. Yes, you can be teaching your daughters. You can be teaching your nieces, your friends' daughters, everywhere that you can, that you are spreading the truth of what the true power of women's bodies are, the true knowledge that we already have, right? That is our job. You want to stop fucking whining on the internet, go and fucking talk to your family, go and talk to your nieces, <laughs> go and talk to your children, go and talk to your friends about this. Spread the fucking word and the truth rather than the victimhood. 
Yeah. So look, the most empowering piece of this journey for me, and I learned about natural birth control in my early 20s. And so this has been a 30-year process for me. And look, I actually, I know of women who are so tuned into their, their own bodies and selves that they intuitively are able to, they feel when they're ovulating or they feel an actual pinch in their ovaries. You know, these are people who are tuned into their bodies. And over time of reconnecting with yourself and your sexual self, that is what you can have as well. And if you don't, there are still ways like more obvious physical signs that you can look for of your body communicating this information with you. So in terms of natural birth control, there's a variety of methods, but essentially your vulva produces information that tells you exactly when you're fertile and when you're not. And so Issy Living says, I learned about natural birth control at 18 from you and started using it then. That is fantastic. I agree. That's beautiful. Right. So that is the essence of all of the work that I do is teaching women to tune into their own bodies, read their own bodies. And instead of as the dominant Western paradigm and allopathic paradigm is the body is kind of dumb. It's really random. You have to take charge and dominate it. You have to squelch it. You have to ignore and override any of the signs and information that it gives you. So that is the key is, is, dispensing with that idea and reconnecting back to the body. So natural birth control is basically the idea that you can only get pregnant, you're only actually fertile for about a week out of every month, and your body gives you signs in terms of how to read that information, and the rest of the time, you're not fertile. You're not. There are a few exceptions, which when you study these actual practices, you'll learn more about them. I'm not going to give that in complete detail here, because that wouldn't be responsible of me to do, but um, it's really quite simple. Like, there's anywhere from 98 to 99% effectiveness with this method, which is actually more effective than the birth control pill, which is considered to be the most effective method of birth control that there is out there in the pharmaceutical system. So once you have that, it might take you like a few months to actually learn how to do it and to feel confident in doing it. But once you have it, then that's it. That's the end of needing to be reliant on any of these people at any stage of the game. And the fact that 97.5% of people are having elective abortions is, you know, the thing that we should be taking from that is how crazy it is that people have no idea how their reproductive systems work, right? And I don't buy like accidents happen. No, they don't. They don't have to happen if you're actually in tune with your body and you know how to read it. They might happen if you're dissociated with your body. You don't understand your fertility because there's like this kind of scare tactic out there. Like a lot of people think that you can get pregnant any time of the month and you can't. Someone says here, what did they say? Nine years on the method and it works. Yes, it absolutely works. So look, overall, <laughs> I don't have much more to even say about this as, as opposed to like take your power back, right? Take your power back and tune in to your body, learn how to use these things. As I said, I teach them in all of my salons. The Well-Fucked Woman is coming up. There's like explanations of how to use these methods in there. Um, you know, 
you can learn how to do these things. And look, if you want to take it a step further, and this is for people who are highly, highly attuned to their own selves, there's the notion of conscious conception and conscious contraception, where you can be so in tune with yourself and your body and overriding your autonomic nervous system that you don't even have to be, you know, <laughs> you can choose whether you want to conceive or not. And I've had a lot of stories from people where they talk about how in certain situations, for example, they were with a partner who they knew on a certain level that they shouldn't get pregnant with. And I've heard of men where their ejaculate sort of like retrograde comes back inside of their penises because their body has said, you know, this isn't a good moment for you, <laughs> right? So it's really, once you get into this state of mind and state of body, there's nothing to fear. Right? I think the fear comes from all of the brainwashing that tells people it's so hard to do, it's really risky to do, so difficult. It's not. It's really not. Not once you learn it. Tuned in and used the rhythm method for the past 15 years with no problem. Yeah, that's great to hear. And that's where the power lies. And that's why I just find it such a joke whenever, like I said, every few years they, they trot this out to tell you like, oh, you know, you, oh, we're deciding what we can do with your body now. Are you? Are you really? No, you're not. You don't have a fucking say in anything that happens in my body. I do. And that's the position that I encourage everyone to take. Some Stein learning says that was me. I had unprotected sex for a year in my first marriage and I didn't get pregnant. I honestly believe I just didn't want that to happen. And so my body rejected it. And look, I'm not recommending that as a method of birth control. I'm just saying that in a different era, I believe that we would have been, and some people might still be, tuned in enough to, uh, to know when they're ovulating and to choose whether they want to conceive or not. Someone says here, thoughts on OBGYN checkups and pap smears. I absolutely fucking do not go and get those. I haven't had one like in over a decade. So this is something I need to be really clear on to each their own. If that feels like an option for you to even get those kind of tests, what I typically tell people is for you to see a midwife or a, um, a naturopath. They can do these tests if you really want them. But I also kind of see it as some of the testing that's been going on these days, like testing for things that don't even exist. So, um, you know, I, I believe I feeling extremely tuned in to my own body and my own health and the messages that it gives me, I don't participate in that system or even the notion that I need somebody else to stick their fucking hand in some metal device, which I think is actually very traumatizing and violating itself inside of my vagina to tell me what's happening in my vagina. Again, it's that outsourcing of power. And because like I understand because people, we all have been so brainwashed to believe that we need to do that. It can take some time to unpack that brainwashing, unpack that outsourcing of belief and trust and power and bring it into yourself to get to the place where you feel 
like you have it, right? Like that's where I'm at, where I, there's no way and fuck that I would go to see one of these people and I wouldn't go and get a pap smear. That is some of the most rough treatment that my vagina has ever, ever, ever had is from gynecologists giving me pap smears. Like it just gives me the heebie-jeebie. I should do some fucking trauma work around it, seriously, because it's that disgusting when I think about it. Diane says, I have not participated in that system for 40 years. Fantastic traumatizing every time, hate pap smears. There's a reason for that, you know? Why do you think you hate them? Probably because they're unfucking necessary. Again, to each their own, make your own decisions. But they've even said, like where they used to say, oh, you need to come every year for your pap smear, you know? And like now it's like, well, maybe every three years is okay. Yeah, like for me, maybe never, motherfuckers. But, you know, I don't need that. Um, I love this. Fuck yes. Every day I ask my body, will I get pregnant if I fuck today? It tells me very clearly yes or no. Oh, I love this. Um, my partner with whom I am psychically connected can feel this too. Okay, this brings tears to my eyes. Can I pin this comment somehow? I'm going to take a picture of it. This is fucking amazing. Um, like, that is just awesome. That is That is where we want to be right? That is where we want to be. And I believe that every human has that capacity to be that in tune. And it just starts with asking the question, right? Ask the question. Maybe you don't get an answer. Maybe you don't trust the answer. That's okay. Keep asking the question. And I love that you say this about your partner, that he can also tune in and feel it. That, well, he, I'm assuming it's a he, I don't know. But if you're getting pregnant, it must be he. Um, yes, that is just so brilliant. I love that. Birth keepers support sovereign birth. Yes, I'm totally into the idea of um, people who allow the birthing process to happen. I'm actually a comment of um, free birthing or a proponent of free birthing that we don't even need midwives or any kind of intervention. But so thankful for this live. I was almost considering going to the gyno for a pat because I was feeling more difficult cramps, but I was here. Um, so look, again, up to you. And I caught shit for this once before because I said I don't recommend, or I don't get pap smears, but I let you all make your choices on that. But I believe that there is always a solution and there's always a natural solution. Like I don't believe in surgery. I don't believe in drugs. I don't use them. I believe that we can always find a solution that is either spiritual, psycho-spiritual, emotional, that has led to a physical ailment and a symptom, or a natural one using herbs or other healing modalities that that is always the way for me that is how I approach these kinds of things and in my salons it's the same thing somebody asked here about fibroids same thing I don't believe that the answer is going to get something cut off of the body I believe that those are messages of imbalance and suppressed trauma suppressed emotions suppressed experiences that we haven't integrated into the self and so the true root cause healing is to go inward and to figure out like where did that come from what have I not looked at you know what have I put away and swept under the carpet that's now manifested in this growth that's trying to get my attention, right? And that's never the approach of the, the allopathic system. It's just who gives a shit. <laughs> Let's just cut the fucking thing out next, right? Rather than actually participating in your own healing. 
So that's like, I look at the symbology even of the reproductive organs. I look at every kind of reproductive ailment as a symptom of stuck sexual energy in some form, right? Whether that is a suppression, traumas related, unprocessed stuff, that it's stuck sexual energy in some way that we need to figure out how to mobilize again. People in my salons have had fibroids reduce, 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 and disappear from doing this work, from working with the jade egg, from confronting their sexual demons, from learning how to tap into and liberate and harvest their sexual energy, and they've been able to affect their own healing. Sexual energy is some of the most powerful healing energy that we have available to us, right? This is the energy that gives new life. And so if we're not making babies with it, we can choose to use that energy as a healing and rejuvenating power. And that's exactly what I teach. You don't need to radiate your breasts with mammograms either. I fully agree with that. Same here. Something in me just knew, even at a very young age when I was in high school and they wanted to put me on birth control, that it was that that was it. I took myself off of it and never went back. That's excellent. I have done trauma work on pap smears. Yeah, I believe it. Again, a lot of questions about fibroids. Someone saying fibroids or cysts on the cervix. Well, some of these problems with the cervix can actually happen because of the procedures that they do. You know, like using the LEAP procedure and hacking a piece off of the cervix, even using the pap smear and like stretching the fucking cervix open or whatever they fucking do, scraping it, you know. And the pill that they give people, that misopropital or whatever it's called, the abortion pill that they put on a woman's cervix to have an abortion, like it's a fucking toxin, right? It's killing this this thing, this fetus. Um, what do you think it's doing to your body and your tissues, right? Where do you, like, it's, it'd be a good, you know, follow-up to figure out, like, what kinds of procedures people have had. And barring all of that, back to what I was saying earlier, is, like, stuck sexual energy, some kind of imbalance, uh, lack of expression with a person's sexual energy. Do you do blood tests for hormones and such? No. Never. <laughs> I don't believe in it. I don't believe, again, that I need to give away my blood, which I think is a very sick ritual, <laughs> personally, um, and let somebody else tell me what's happening in my own body. Depending on your on your like stage of illness or wellness, right? Like if you're deep down a hole and and feel like you want to do that and kind of pull your way out. And, you know, I always like people to recommend, like recommend people try to find at least an integrative physician, if not a naturopath, to at least give you a more holistic perspective to balance out something you might be getting from a butcher, meaning a doctor. Um, so, um, you know, everyone is at their own place. I always tell people, like, on the scale of allopathic to holistic, I'm at, you know, radically holistic. I'm off the fucking scale, right? So take what you like from me and leave the rest. But um, I try to give people this perspective that they may not be getting elsewhere in a very impassioned way. And I don't have any fucking fears doing it. Um... Is the pull-out method not recommended? I don't want to take pills, and I would love my partner and I and I to feel free to come inside of me, but we don't have a birth control method, so find one. 
find a natural birth control method. Pull out method is not really a method. That's more like Russian roulette. It's fine to have unprotected sex when you're not during your fertile period, but when you are, then you need to be aware of what you're doing. And there really aren't any truly organic condoms. There's some that are better than others, but they all contain a uh, petrochemical preservative. By law, they have to have it. Do you work with people with trauma that caused breast cancer, C-section trauma recommendations? So all of that stuff, those are things that we address in my salons. The Well-Fucked Woman Salon is, is opening for registration, I think, in late June. And we deal with all kinds of different modalities to tackle sexual trauma, birth trauma. My Sexy Mama Salon also goes into all things holistic but you know educates basically on the risks <laughs> the risks of all things allopathic I don't know if you guys knew this but statistically speaking the most dangerous place in the world to give birth is an American hospital because of all the interventions and shit that happens <laughs> personal question are you a Scorpio no but people seem to think I am quite a bit Jamie says, I just had a huge breakthrough with the jade egg and my endometriosis pain yesterday. I couldn't believe it. I have zero pain today. These are the kinds of things that we end up hearing when people are working with their sexual energy consciously. I've been doing the jade egg practices for a few months now and so much has shifted for me. 44 years old, have never had one and never will. Good for you. Took VKF and several other salons more than a year ago, finally coming to a great relationship with my sexuality. Estella, my husband and I have done the pull-out method in the last five years and I have not gotten pregnant. You're very lucky. <laughs> I don't consider that like a, a pure without fault method, but, and Organic Goddess says, our spirituality trumps everything. Acupuncture is super effective for gyno issues, including fibroids and cysts. I would certainly recommend that over anything allopathic, 100%. I tuned in at the right time. I'm 33 weeks and pregnancy is a topic. Check out my Sexy Mama Salon and there's a free video preview series that goes into this whole idea of the types of interventions that Western medicine wants to interfere with the process with women that you don't really need and you're much better with your own intuition and wisdom. Okay, here's a good question. What about women and people who have not had the opportunity to realize that they have sovereignty over their fertility? We are simply not taught this. And I totally agree with that. We aren't. And for those people, yeah, they're operating in ignorance. And so for those people, I have compassion and feel like until there's enough, you know, I would never prevent 
these things from for people making these choices. I'm just saying we need to question why are we even here? And for those people, what can we do as individuals instead of virtue signaling you have so much privilege, Cam, is get the fuck out there and do what you can in your community to educate these people as I'm doing, motherfuckers, um, you know, to get out there and share this information and share this wisdom. Like, how can you do that? How can you be part of the solution? Not that you're doing this. That's not you, but these, some of these other people, rather than being whiners on the internet, right? Is like, get out there and get in motion and be of service, be of service, share this information, volunteer, start group. You know what I mean? Like, what can you do to help be a part of the solution? Because you're right. There are people who, for whom this information, it's deliberately, okay. It's deliberately kept from women and people. And so we do have to be outspoken and do whatever we can to share it and keep it moving. Tips to quiet your mind and to listen to your body. All right, that's a great question. So I've had a daily meditation practice for over 30 years. And so this is a huge part of my life and to really foster that ability to go inside and open up to divine wisdom, to your higher self, to your intuition. So we can do it right now. This is my favorite go-to meditation practice. So I work with a mantra. So a mantra is known as a sound that has a high vibration that helps to elevate your state of consciousness. We can all do this together right now. Now, if you're open to it, I invite you to. So find a comfortable position. Take a few deep breaths, and we're going to chant. We're going to chant a word called Hugh, H-U. Hugh is how it sounds, just like the word, the name Hugh, or the color Hugh. And you look at your third eye, the place between your eyebrows, about an inch inside your forehead, and you just chant for anywhere from a few minutes to 20 minutes. And I do this every morning. I do it also in the evening before I go to sleep. And sometimes I do it, actually, I do it, you know, we we're talking about gentle sunning and sunbaking, and I do it during my sunbaking siesta in, in midday. So around 12 o'clock, I'll go and have another short meditation. And that's all about continuing to bring myself into alignment with my higher self and help open myself as a channel for divine wisdom. To me, that's what it's all about. Okay. All right. So you close your eyes, take a deep breath in and exhale out. Aim for a good four count inhale and four count exhale. Inhale deep into your pelvis, into your belly. Exhale, drop into your chair. And this time on the inhale, we'll take the breath in. And then on the exhale, we'll begin to chant. And you can just lightly keep your attention on that place between your eyebrows as though you're watching a television. So you're not trying to make anything happen. You're just watching it gently. You. You. 
And you can open your eyes and come back. So usually I'll spend about like 20 to 30 minutes. I'll chat for maybe 15 minutes and then I'll take the extra five minutes and just be silent. And if I have any questions that I want to ask of my higher self or my intuition, I'll use that opportunity to ask and then listen. And maybe I don't get an answer that in that moment, but I trust that I will later that day or somehow that that information that I'm looking for, ask and you shall receive, will come to me. And Hugh itself is an ancient name for God, spirit, energy, the universe, whatever you want to call it. It's been found in cultures all over the world. And from Celtic writings, Rumi wrote about Hugh as the word of God in South African um, tribal cultures. And so it seems to be this word, hallelujah, hallelujah, Hugh. It's in human, Hugh, right? So it's everywhere. And so you can... If there's other words that you prefer to use, that's up to you. But I'm really into that notion of coming inside. And I believe that that's helped to foster more of that internal awareness in me. So even five minutes, ideally 20 minutes a day of chanting, 15 minutes chanting, five minutes, ask some questions, you know, or visualize some things you want to have happen in your life. And that's all it takes to help foster that awareness. Things like yoga or martial arts, things that cultivate stillness and more inner awareness will also help. I feel so peaceful. I'm glad to hear that. People are asking about STDs. Um, look, this is another one of those areas that over the years I've come to see STDs more as symptoms, uh, well, <laughs> symptoms of internalized shame and that people can both theoretically get diagnosed with something and one person will have all these symptoms and breakouts and experiences and another person won't and it seems to be very highly correlated to their level of self-ownership versus their level of shame and dis connected or traumatizing sexual experiences even. So I would, if you'd like to learn more about um, these sort of diseases that are classified as viruses, I highly recommend a book called Virus Mania um, to check out what these, the source of these things truly is and are they what we understand them to be and you'll find that that also has a lot of relevance to certain things that are going on in the world today and have been for the last couple of years. All right, everyone, I think that is it. Thanks so much, everyone, for being here and openly coming to hear an alternative perspective and hopefully an empowering one because that is my full goal, even though I might go hard on some of these fucking virtue signalers. And, you know, I'm the people I go the hardest on, quite frankly, are the medical profession and OBGYNs and people, the Sith Lords and people who try to pretend that people like us don't have power, that women's bodies aren't the ultimate power source. Anyone who tells you otherwise is lying to you. 
and is, is providing some kind of illusion. And so my job is to help you break through that illusion, restore the power back to where it belongs with you and your vagina. Yeah, I love going hard. I won't be stopping anytime soon. So thank you everyone for being here and share the love, right? Like share this information everywhere you can. That's the whole point is that people need to be taking in this these facts about how their bodies actually work and not buying into the scam, right? Like this whole scam that somehow somebody else or a group, a group of nine people are, you know, responsible for your uterus. They're nowhere fucking close, right? Unless you let them, unless you let them. And that's the point. So much love to everyone. Thanks again for being here. Whether you share this actually directly or share it out. So we're, I'll post it up on the channel. Um, I said a bunch of really random or rather provocative stuff. So it might get shadow banned. Who the fuck knows? But um, if not, take that take this information and share it with everyone you know. Talk about it at Thanksgiving dinner and the dinner table. You know what I mean? Like talk about it everywhere. That is your responsibility. You want to actually be proactive with this Roe versus Wade fucking bullshit? Do this. Tell people about natural birth control. Tell people that the power lies within them. Tell them. Tell everybody that you can. All right. Um, you should be able to share it. Yeah, once it's there, you should be able to share it and send it and send people the link. All right, lots of love to you, and see you next time. See you, see you in a few more years when I have to come on and say this whole fucking thing again, unless you guys have helped to change, change everything for the better. And that's it. Like I said, every single salon I teach goes into my recommendations for natural birth control and vaginal kung fu and how to be a well-fucked woman go even deeper into the idea of tuning into your natural cycles and rhythms as a woman, including all of your menstrual cycle and how to really harness that power consciously. So a few people also mentioned benefits that they've had from their jade yoni egg practices we sell a do-it-yourself jade yoni egg kit in my Anami Alchemia online shop, and you can also learn how to use the yoni egg in my full eight-week vaginal kung fu salon. The Well-Fucked Woman Salon starts in late June, and in that we talk about everything from, of course, natural birth control to how to turn on and harness your true sexual power as a woman, including the full orgasmopedia, how to have all the different vaginal or orgasms and more, all kinds of tutorials around oral play, manual play, anal play, and how to really tap into your divine feminine and use your feminine energy as a power source in the world. All that and much, much more. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.